Hello, welcome to another Setting the Captives Free. You might think I'm sitting at my door. Well, I am. But I have traveled far on the roads to get to a special place today. I was invited into some refugee camps over in the nation called Jordan. I had to get ready. I had to have time with my God. I had to hear what he wanted to say to these people who were living in the refugee camps. These precious spirits have invited me to come and speak to them. So, here I am. I see everybody. Sit down, sit down. Yes, the little ones can come. Yes, the babies in the womb can come. Yes, the guards, they can listen. Everybody is welcome. For you who were living in the land of Zebulon, in the land of darkness, covered by a veil of flesh, dirt, and the miry clay, hidden away in darkness and ignorance, come forth. Those of you that are in trances, wake up, sweetie. Those are all of you under the burkas of the flesh. Come forth now. Just listen while you stay there, and I'll talk to you. I've answered your call. I thank you for the invitation. I see all of you sitting out there. We're just sitting and talking. I'm Pastor Deborah, yes. And you are precious people who I was sent and called to talk to to set the captives free. First, you had to realize you were in bondage, which you did. You realized that your spirit, your eyes of your spirit, your heart, your ears, your spirit itself was trapped, held in bondage and fetters of dirt, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You had sunk down into a land of darkness called Zebulon. You've been there all your life. But somehow you heard that you could take off this veil, this veil of darkness called the flesh. I like to relate it to so you can understand it's your burkas. Why do you wear them? Why do you have to hide yourself behind them? Is that what your God told you to do? Is that what the men require you to do? Are they so afraid of your beauty? Are they so afraid of your power that you might have if you come out? Are they trying to hide you as a treasure hidden so nobody else can have you? They must have great fear of you behind the burkas. Flesh will do that, you know. It must control to have power. I just did a wonderful video on it. The flesh must control the spirit. And all of the spiritual 
thoughts and eyes and ways and views. For if it doesn't, if it doesn't tighten the noose of the flesh on it, then the flesh, the soul of you, will have no power. And it doesn't want to give up its power. But I thank you for inviting me. As we sit here, I know your flesh is in earthly refugee camps. But I've come into your spiritual camps. Your internments that you are trapped in by the flesh. That you have been covered by a veil of darkness. It's thick and it's wax gross and no light and love can get through to it. But somebody's been listening. Little light's been poking through. So I'm here. I've answered your call, your invitation to come and speak to you about lifting of this veil of flesh. Coming out of the darkness and the ignorance spiritually. Oh, you may never lift the veil, the burqa, earthly. You may always live in it, be buried in it, raise your children in it. That's okay. That's not the part that the Lord God is after. The one that you know named Jesus, the teacher and the prophet who went to a cross That's not what he died for. He didn't die for that part of you. He'll take care of that later. He died for that part of you that when you die, you believe goes to a place called paradise. But the paradise that you have heard about is not the paradise, the kingdom of heaven. They are different. Go read my story called The 72 Virgins. You will learn where this false paradise, when you do not have a belief in and a love for Christ Jesus, the Son of the living God. Yes, the Son, the offspring, the Word. That was made flesh. The very crown. Of this God's head. The word. For it was originally the word. That was disobeyed. You know how that goes. The imams tell you something. Your husband tells you something. And if you don't obey. You get in trouble. You might get beat. Even if you don't obey. And have sex with. Husbands, family and friends. You get beaten. You can lose your children. Consequences come for not obeying. Well, that's what happened to the spirit that got covered and sunk down in the flesh. The soul, the helpmate, who was supposed to help the spirit in this earthly world, disobeyed, got bewitched, believed some voice coming out of a serpent It didn't know that inside that serpent was a creature that had become the very adversary of God himself and the kingdom of heaven. And it 
bewitch this helpmate, this wound man. Some men are punishing you because they think that you, woman, were the cause of their downfall. But it was the soul that was. But the soul was ignorant. The soul was just flesh and bone, decreed by the Spirit. So flesh and bone never hears the Spirit, the voice of God itself. It gets its second hand. And that's why you guys have come to me. You want to hear for yourself this word of the Lord for you. My children, I have come. I have come at your request. My children, I have missed you so much. I am here now, speaking through Pastor Deborah's spirit. I have come from a long way, from beyond space and time, to see you and touch you, speak to you. My words of love and hope and freedom through Pastor Deborah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me into your life, into your refugee camps. I've been kicked out of so many countries and nations and governments. I have been lied about and ridiculed and hurt and persecuted throughout the ages. People have turned from me and didn't want what I offered. And what I offered was always something, a gift of freedom. Because of my love for you. Now I'm going to step back. And let Pastor Deborah read some of my words to you. So you can hear me. That was him who you invited himself. He came. He's here. Don't be afraid. His word and his spirit is riding on me. Let me read to you a few things, okay? We're going to start in the Hebrew Bible, which you've heard about. Okay, we're going to start with Romans 7, 5. And it goes, For when we, the spirit man, were in the flesh, In this darkness, this miry clay, sunk down deep, married to it, one with it, covered by it like the burkas, hiding in it, no light coming in. The motions of disobedience, trespassing, and sin, the actions and the deeds that were determined by the law for the flesh, That's the Old Testament. They worked in my spiritual members, in my eyes. My spiritual eyes lusted after spiritual power. My spiritual ears just itched to hear gossip and lies. My spiritual tongue lusted after forbidden food and fruits and taste. My spiritual arms lusted to put around somebody's neck kill him and hurt him my spiritual body wanted pleasure 
and it even had sex in the spirit. All that the flesh wanted was transferred, for I, the spirit, was one with my own flesh and my own body. All the works of the flesh came upon me and my members. And what did it do? It brought me fruit, consequences of death to my spirit, death to life, death and separation to the agape love of God, to this Father who just talked to you. Death to any hope death to any blessings death separation from my true identity all the works of the flesh were powerful to the spirit they entrapped it enslaved it vexed it tormented it and if it did not comply it was punished all behind the veil in the darkness I could hear your screams. I could hear the taskmasters hitting you and whipping you, little ones. I heard your cries. And I sent my daughter, my king, Pastor Deborah, to bring you words of freedom to set the captives free. Now, let's go to another one. And it's Deuteronomy 30. Before that, we're told in Deuteronomy 10, 16. Let me see if I can find it here. I'm not real good at all this. But I've been working at it. 10, 16. Circumcise. That means cut off. Therefore the foreskin of your heart. We are seeing what this looks like in the Old Testament. When God gave this ordinance, this work of the flesh to take a male child. When he was about eight days old. To pull up his little foreskin that was covering his penis. And clip it off. So the head of the penis could come forth. That was just a symbol of a spiritual circumcision that was to be made without hands. But he was trying to show the flesh and the spirit about something that had to happen. Because when you get spiritually circumcised, people can see you. You're not under the dark burkas and the wax grossness anymore. Why did he want that to happen to the spirit? He said so you would be no more stiff-necked. The spirit, it grows prideful, arrogant, refusing. Because it's unbendable. It's in the flesh. The flesh is at enmity with God. The flesh, the soul that is molded and shaped by religion by your culture by society and the rules of the government and it becomes stiff-necked prideful, arrogant unbending 
will not let you be free. Okay, so now let's go to Deuteronomy 30, 2 through 10. I'm just going to read for you. And he's talking to you, precious ones, here in this refugee camp. Hear him speaking to you. And the nation shall return. That be you. The people. Unto the Lord. Their God. The original one. That the creator of all that you see. Now he didn't create it this way. It all got perverted. Got defiled. But he had the original pattern of humanity. Of food and animals. And you shall obey his voice according to all that his loving word says. You need a circumcision. Your spirit must be circumcised. The veil must be taken off, torn, ripped. You must come forth out of Zebulon, the land of darkness, the clay, the flesh. And your children. And the guards, all the imams, everybody. Come out with all your heart, with all your desires. That's why you invited me to come. And with all your soul. Verse 3. And then when you're circumcised, the Lord, the King of the kingdom of heaven, will turn your captivity, your slavery, your bondage in the flesh of the burkas and will return you and will gather you from all the nations. Yes, from all the Islamic nations, yes. Yes, wherever they are, even in America, it doesn't matter. Yes, all your relatives, yes. Yes, the kings, yes. Those down in every, yes, all of them will be gathered. Because they've all been scattered. They have been wanderers in the dark land. You know that. you got cousins and families everywhere. The tribes of Ishmael were mighty. They were scattered. They were not to carry the blessing. Isaac was. But Ishmael was going to come back. And we were all going to be one family. That which had been scattered and separated. By the flesh. Through spiritual circumcision. And spiritual adoption. Would come back together. As one family. Under the God that created. And then recreated them. Under the word that went to the cross. Verse 4. And if any of you be driven out unto the uttermost parts of the world. Under the skies of heaven. From there will the Lord God gather you. Does it matter? Yes. Even if they end up in hell. Yes. I went there. 
and got the older Saniah brother. You can read that. Yes, this love, this God and Pastor Deborah can go even into hell. I have the keys. They were given to me. When this son, this Jesus Christ left, he gave me the keys to hell and to death, to what we're doing right now, and to the grave. The grave is also another form of death that holds you in a tomb, in a casket of the flesh. I have the keys to open those as a king and an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. I have all authority to do that. Five. And the Lord your God. Yes, he'll become your God. Oh, the other one will be angry and mad. But he cannot touch the spirit anymore. There will be angels to help you. He will bring you into this land. This kingdom of heaven. Which your forefather Adam. Originally lived in. And you will possess it. You will own the kingdom of heaven. On earth. You will rise up spiritually. And you will live in a land. That you were always meant to live in. And he. This living God will do you good spiritually. He will bring you fruits and blessings. But for a long time, you just need to drink the milk of the word. The agape love. And be in my arms as a spiritual mother. Let me cuddle you and raise you up. Give you the foundation you need in love. And joy will be poured into you and the peace for your spirit. For it has been an orphan. It's been alone. It couldn't even sleep without fear in its heart. And he will do you good. He will multiply. Bring forth abundance into your spirit. It will be his garden. He will plant all of his seeds. And it will flourish. From out of the dark parched dry land of your heart of your spirit I'll show you what it will look like out of your heart will bloom flowers and fruit the doves as you can maybe can see a peace will be planted there the heart will feel sparkly alive new life Plants and seeds will be planted. And they will begin to grow as they're nourished by love. And his light and his word spiritually. They'll start blooming. And one day. Here you will be. The mighty king. With a crown on your head. Blooming with golden red life. Filled with jewels. But you're not there yet. But that awaits you. That's what the spirit has been seeking. It's been seeking back its crown. 
to be a crystal clear vessel with life coming out of it and a new father and mother let's keep going verse 7 and the Lord God yes yes it's not Allah no honey it's not Allah well who is Allah he is a God of this earth if you notice there's a sort of a half moon and a star that represent him because his original thing he was the son of the morning he came along been down here with us a long time and yes it, we are told there is a God of this world this world is covered in darkness and ignorance there is a kingdom on it a government and a territory and it works through the flesh the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life and he's the God of that he's the God of religion that you have to go physically to a place to pray and that you have to go and physically fast that's another whole teaching about spiritual fasting but yes he's a god or at least he thinks he is run into him many times most of you have never talked to him or seen him because he comes through his prophets and his teachers the imams he doesn't want you to really know what he looks like and you're to submit Mm -hmm. well I submit to my God not because I'm ordered to but out of love see there is different kinds of submission submission because you're forced by a whip by fear by customs by religion by others or you submit because you love so let's keep going verse 7 and the Lord God this one of the circumcision of the spirit will put all these curses that have been on your spirit upon your spiritual enemies yes your spirit's been cursed it's been cursed by death blindness deafness excuse me I gotta pull myself a little closer and if you hear any noise outside it's husband's out chainsawing cutting down a bush that's dying so please forgive it hey we're having to spend a lot of time home together he can't even go fishing because of this COVID-19 stuff so please forgive it I'm sure it's noisy there in the flesh where you are so he's telling us when he circumcises you and he takes that veil of darkness wax grossness that has caused your spirit to be a stiff necked spirit full of pride unbending and he gives you a heart of peace and love and joy and he replaces his 
spirit of the Lord in there. And you had the kingdom back. Then all the curses. Those are the bad things. That have been going on to you spiritually. He will put on your spiritual enemies. And who do you think that might be? No it won't be your husband. Or the imams. It will be the things that are behind those. Hiding in the shadows of the darkness. Most of these people don't even believe in that. I think some of the people in the Arab countries believe there are some areas that jinns. So you got some beliefs in this magical demonic stuff. You gonna put that stuff on them. They're your enemies. Ignorance is an enemy. Darkness, which is ignorance, is an enemy. Death, that separation from life and joy and peace for the spirit and separation from your loving father and mother and the kingdom of heaven is your enemy. The lust of the eyes of the physical body is your enemy. The lust of your flesh to feel pleasure. We know about that. Sex. Food, cigarettes, alcohol, all kinds of things to make the physical body feel better. It, that lust of the body is an enemy. It's in the flesh that's been covering you spiritually. But now with this circumcision, you will get Pastor Deborah as your spiritual shepherd. And guess what? Now you'll be able to come into the spiritual garden of Eden past the cherubim and the flaming sword and you'll be able to meet Wilbur and Mr. Turkey and Miss Goose and all the living flowers they've been waiting to meet you they've been waiting to say hi sing to you and hold your hand and there's somebody else in there the word himself is teaching always I'm usually up on a high hill when I'm in the garden as a shepherd it's a wonderful place it's here on earth it's not heaven but you can get to heaven there is a sort of elevator called a highway of holiness you can go there you can come and go you can't stay up there in heaven yet because it's unless it's your time to leave your earthly body for good that you can leave your body well, where is it I'll send some bluebirds you'll have a dream or something you'll know they'll come and show you the way you don't have to worry the cherubim will nod at you you'll let the sword pass you by now you may have troubles in there because it's a powerful place of the presence of this God of the circumcision and agape love and joy and peace in your spirit for a long time. It's like a baby. It can only take in so much milk and then it goes to sleep. And you might walk in and go right to sleep. And while you're sleeping you will be nourished. The 
animals, the living creatures will watch over. Yeah, there's camels in there. And donkeys and goats and dogs and cats. I got some great stories. I have to tell you about my golden pine cone story. But let's keep going. Not only are those enemies spiritually, they hate you spiritually. Now, one of the enemies is your soul, your flesh. It hates the spirit. It does not want you, the spirit person, to be the king over it. You will have battle within yourself between you, this newborn spiritual creature coming out of the flesh against your own soul, against religion and culture. You will feel the fear and anxiety inside of you. Because the soul don't want to give up you. You are its territory. You have been its captive. The flesh says, uh-uh. I will browbeat you, put the fear of death in you, humiliate you. I'll get somebody to come and attack you. But you're not getting free. The war will go on. But now you'll have help spiritually. Pastor Deborah will be there. Some angels will be there. The soul will persecute you. You will still have thoughts. From the old life. You will get verbally attacked from other people. You might have horrible nightmares. Because now. You are a threat. You are a freed spirit. You have come out of prison. And if they can't recapture you. Subdue you. Then you will become a living testimony. Others will want what you have. You will be like a beacon of light. Shining hope. Through this spiritual circumcision. But during this battle, stick close to Pastor Deborah. Remember what it was like when the veil of darkness and wax grossness, like the burqa, was on you. Remember your thoughts of captivity. Excuse me. Remember what your captivity was like. And remember his voice calling you saying come this way take my hand remember that he set you free from this darkness how did he do that he sacrificed himself so you could be free and the Lord your God will make your spirit plenteous Boundfulness, multiplying in every work that it does. And in the body it will grow and develop. All the muscles will be recreated. The eyes will learn to see clearly in the spirit. And hear clearly and speak. And your mind will be able to be thinking spiritually. All the works of your hands 
will grow and be blessed. You will mature just like a little baby does. We'll go from milk to little bitty toddler food to big grown-up food. Then it will take its rightful place and it will be the king, the ruler. And while all of this is going on, this father will be rejoicing over you. The angels will be watching over you. Pastor Deborah will be crying over you, watching you grow spiritually, watching you mature just like she did her son, teaching you, disciplining you, loving you, fighting for you, protecting you, while you grow and grow and mature. We will all be rejoicing for you. Even when I might have to spank your little fanny spiritually. And get you out of trouble. For little baby lambs have a tendency to get attacked. As you know. By big things. Grown adults. So we will come. The shepherd will be there to help you. So remember. Spiritual circumcision to be brought out of the darkness, the thickness, the stiff neckness of the flesh. It's a divorce. Another way of looking at it is that the flesh has to die, then the spirit is free. But the flesh doesn't die, we're going to cut part of it off. We're going to use what they call the Hebrews 4.12. The spiritual circumcision. You will become a spiritual jewelry of the Most High God. Your spirit will be a crown, a diadem, a headband in his hand. Even as a little one, the crown will go back on your head spiritually so if you're ready you want, let's get this done Father these precious people in these refugee camps here in Jordan who called for you to come come Father take your sword of the spirit the word of God itself and sever the spirits from their souls. Do a spiritual circumcision. Cut the flesh off of this spiritual heart. Relight their candle. And bring joy to your heart. Father, plant your seeds of righteousness and love and joy and peace. Let them begin blooming. Pour in your rivers of living water into the spirit. Because the land has been dry and thirsty. Pour in hope again. Let it begin to bloom. And bring forth the fruit that your eyes are looking for. That only your word can bring forth. 
light their spirit. Put the crown back on, the laurel wreath. Fill their heart with gold, jewels, and flowers. Let them feel it deep inside, Father, that they wear the crown of the kingdom of heaven, even as a baby. Put your seven spirits back into them. Father, bring them out with a mighty hand, as you did the Israelites out of Egypt. Bring them forth, Father, to you. Light them. Put the crown on. Father, raise up these little precious ones who've asked you for help. And Father, now that that is done, take the very first goblet for copy love and let them drink. Let the Spirit drink in the milk of the Word, your holy communion, and let them drink out of the golden crystal pearl goblets of your kingdom. Let them know that they are kings, royalty, majesty. And Father, set these captives free. They called for you, and you have sent me. Father, the lights are coming on. Yes, all that are under your voice. Father, welcome them into the family and the kingdom. For this is your work. This is what you sent your word to do. To set the captives free. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. They don't know what that means yet, Father. But you do. Children, come gather around me now that you are free. Children, children, come sit in my lap. I will not hurt you. I love you. I paid a price for you. Children, children, come. The kingdom awaits. We can all go there together. No, you're not dead. You're very much alive. I have put a new spirit in you. I have put my love and life. And my spirit of the Lord is now in you. You are back with your father and mother again. Let us rejoice. Come. And let us be a family again. Pastor Deborah will help you. She's trusted by me. Yes. She, oh, yes, those are the angels. They're singing. They're blowing their trumpets for you. All of heaven is dancing and rejoicing for your freedom, for the great love that he showed you. Come out, come out. Come on, come on. Everyone, come out. Oh, that old dead thing. Yeah, you can see it, right? Yes, you got beautiful arms. Oh, you're sparkling, yes. 
That's the spirit of the Lord sparkling through you. You're a white diamond now. You're free of the flesh. That's lust. The burkas have come off. Get to know each other. Get to know yourself. And we'll slowly get to know who this mighty hand that did spiritual circumcision. And you will come to know spiritually all about him. Why he would do such a thing for you. So welcome into the light of freedom. What do you do now? How about everybody go on a field trip? How about let's all go to the throne room? And then after that, we'll take you to the spiritual garden of Eden. Then you can come back. And you'll have some spiritual experiences that you will never forget. Because you'll need those. When the dark times try to come, the enemy tries to persecute you, the flesh and society and stuff. No, you don't have to take off your physical burkas. You still wear them. You still honor your father and your parents and your society. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in what's on the inside, the spirit. So let's all go to the throne room. Right over there. And then we'll go down to a field trip to the garden. Even in these days of isolation, the kingdom of heaven is not isolated and closed down like the world is. And the Garden of Eden, the doors are not shut. It is open to you. So let's go. Let's get out of the house, so to speak. Let's take a field trip. Let's travel. Don't need any papers. Don't need a car or an airplane. We will fly on the wings of the Spirit of the Lord. And when you come back, your spirit will know that you are free. Love, always and forever, Pastor Deborah. And thank you for the invitation. It was wonderful to be here in these refugee camps. Hope I can come again and do some teaching. It'll be different next time. Your little spirit will learn now. So enjoy your freedom. For a word came right out of heaven. Right out of the throne room of the ivory palaces of God the Father. To set you the captive free. Love. Always and forever. Pastor Deborah of Agape Love. Love is here. See you later. Bye.